Hey, you're listening to That Witchy Stuff, and I'm your host, Celeste. Uh, today's New Year's Eve, and I'm really looking forward to uh, midnight tonight. It's actually funny. I just looked at my clock. It's 1231 on 1231. Um, <laughs> I feel like some little angel numbers happening. But um, yeah, anyway, happy new year. Uh, today we're going to talk about color magic. Um, we're not going to go into it too, too deeply, and I'll explain why. Um, but, but yeah, we'll talk about it, and um, I'll let you know some ways that you can use it to just incorporate magic and witchcraft into sort of your everyday life. Uh, Before we get into that, um, we are still doing the giveaway. We're at a little over 14,000 listens now. So once we hit 15,000, I'll be able to draw the winner um, for that double deck of uh, tarot cards that I like so much. Um, Just a quick reminder, Uh, you can get an entry to the giveaway either by joining the Facebook group. Um, On Facebook, just search for That Witchy Stuff, answer the questions, and join the group. Please answer the questions. Um, On Twitter, uh, you can follow me at stuff underscore witchy. Um, Either one of those will get you an automatic entry. Uh, You can also get additional entries by sharing a link to the podcast. Uh, You don't have to be in the group or follow me on Twitter to share the link. Those can be additional or they can be separate entries. Um, So uh, you have to share the link. Um, It has to be public so that I can see it and then use the hashtag that witchy stuff podcast. It's pound sign and then all one word that witchy stuff podcast. You have to make sure it's public so I can see it because I'll be searching for the hashtag. Um, and if you uh, don't have that that post set public, then I won't see it. So anyway, once we hit 15,000, I'll draw a winner using a random uh, a randomizer on the, on the internet and then I will announce the winner. Um, I'm really excited to give that away. Uh, so yeah, moving on. I use Anchor to create the podcast, and then um, Anchor is associated with Spotify, right? So Anchor has changed things a little bit. Um, I was doing an ad, and that was pretty cool, but um, Anchor has changed something, and now I don't have ads. Uh, so I'm still going to have a place in the podcast for the ad. I'm still going to say something like, okay, let's take a quick break, and then there may be an ad or there may not be an ad. I don't know. I'm going to leave a place for it. And if I get ads again later on, they will go into that. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I wish that that they would just uh, stop changing things. <laughs> um, oh, there was something else that I was going to say about that. I'm kind of hung up on the fact that I keep stumbling over my words and my episode didn't have um, any set outline. Uh, I'm really, really, really trying to improve. Um, but I think the more I think about not stumbling over my words, the more I actually stumble over my words. So, yeah, anyway, I'm I'm just doing my best. You know, 
I'm not a paid, like, this isn't my job. I'm just some girl sitting in, in my office uh, watching the rain outside and talking about witchcraft. That's all. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, right. Um, some other changes from Anchor and Slash or Spotify. Um, they're adding a question to every episode I can turn the option off but I'm gonna leave it on the question is what did you think about this episode but uh you can leave what you think about the episode if you like um you do have to answer that on Spotify to see the question I think you have to be on Spotify um but you can either answer the question uh what did you think about the episode or I would really, really love it if you guys use that space to tell me some of your witchy experiences. You know, like what was the first like validation you got that a spell had worked um, or the coolest or what was your experience with ghosts or, or the, you know, other um, realms of reality? You know, like do you astral travel? I really want to hear your stories, guys. Like, you know, I know you have them. And it would be so cool to know that, like, it's not just me kind of making all this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when other people also see things, it, it helps, you know? <laughs> um and this year, this has been a tough, tough year for me. Um, I mean, I know it's been a tough year for a lot of people. The last couple of years have been really hard for people. But, you know, I've been going through some stuff at home. And it's when you're dealing with all that kind of stuff, it's hard to feel the magic flowing around you. So <clears throat> if you can share your experiences feeling that magic around you, I'd I really want to hear it. I feel like it would help me to get in touch with my own again. Um, I mean, I know it's still out there. I know I'm still doing it, but I just don't feel it kind of like swirling around me the way I used to, and I miss it. Um, so yeah, use that that space to um, answer questions. I would love to read some of your responses um, on on episodes. So tell me if you want me to read it out loud, um, if you want me to use your name or not use your name, any of those things. Just let me know. I'm completely open to working with you in whichever way you would like. Um, the only other thing about the podcast that I wanted to mention, I've started uh, some subscription-only episodes. I think you have to subscribe through Spotify. Like, I think you have to be on Spotify to to subscribe um but it's just 99 cents a month and there will be at least one uh episode every month uh that's a tarot reading um about your coming month so i did one already that was for um january that you can use to uh get a little bit of insight about what january might be like for you or whatever your next month is when you hear it it's really not specific to January. It's just specific to your coming month. Um, so I will go into detail about what each card is, what it means, um, sometimes what it looks like. Uh, I'll talk about like how it relates to other cards in the spread and then give you an overall reading of what they all kind of mean together. 
Um, that way you not only get your reading, but you may, if you're still learning tarot, you may get some experience about how to get to that overall reading part instead of just like this card means this and that card means that. Um, Cause that was kind of the harder part for me at least. Uh, so yeah, you can subscribe 99 cents a month, at least the one episode. What I'd like to do is eventually add in other episodes that would be um, personalized readings, um, whether you do an episode with me and we do your reading together um, on the episode or, uh, you know, just if someone says, hey, I want, I want a reading and I do uh, an extra episode that is specific to their reading. Okay, so I think that is enough of all of that. Um, let's take a quick break. There may or may not be an ad. I don't know. Who knows? Now back to the show. All right, so color magic. Color magic is a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's versatile enough that you can do very specific spells using colors, or you can just incorporate certain colors into certain areas of your environment and um, have that magic, magical influence on your environment. Um, I know I left that extremely vague. <laughs> I'll go into it. Don't worry. Um, so I wanted to say first, as with all things witchy, um, all things magical, you know, there are no rules to being a witch. There may be rules to certain traditions, but as far as magic goes, there really are no rules to magic. You can do what you want. So there are um, standard <clears throat> standard kind of uh, definitions for each of the colors. But if that definition doesn't resonate with you, go with what resonates with you because that's where your power is at. Okay, like yellow. If I love yellow, then, you know, I mean, maybe it does mean uh, abundance and joy, which is what I have written down as the definition. But if I hate yellow, if yellow has very negative associations for me, I probably don't want to use yellow for things that represent joy because I hate it and it represents bad things for me. Do you, do you see what I mean? So even though there are set definitions, that's just the generalization. You can use that if you don't already have your own personal feeling about a color. Um, for me, color is very, color is a really big part of, of my everyday life. You know, like, um, this is gonna sound really weird, but tastes are colors and sounds are colors, um, feelings are colors, like, I definitely associate, um, like I try to de describe things as colors and people look at me like I'm really crazy sometimes when I'm like, oh, well, you know, it sounds sort of like, you know, orange and they don't know what orange sounds like. So um, it just always surprises me when other people don't feel the same way. 
about that. Anyway, that's not what this episode's about. And I'm going to try not to ramble anymore. Oh my God. Okay. Um, so yeah, use the association. I mean, use the feeling that you have for a color. Um, and if you don't have a specific feeling for a color, if you don't have a, uh, a very um, defined feeling for a color, then you can use what these sort of generalized definitions are. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention before we really go into the each color is that, um, you know, the way we see color is light is reflected off of something and um, it's bent and refracted in certain ways, okay? Different levels of refraction are what determine what the color is. That's why you can put a prism up and um, break a beam of white light into or like sunlight into uh, the rainbow. Um, so with that in mind, it's important to remember that white, even though it looks like it's no color, white is actually all colors. Um, all the colors combined make white when you're talking about light. Um, so like think about sunlight, sunlight comes into the prism and it breaks out into the rainbow, okay? Um, black is the absence of color. So um, in, when light hits an object that's black, what we perceive as black, then instead of it refracting any color back at us, it's actually absorbing the color um, or absorbing the light. Uh, so it, that can be important. And another thing to remember is that nobody sees color the same way. You know, what I perceive as something that's blue, you may perceive as something that's more, um, like purplish. Um, and that's because everybody has, uh, the way we, the way we process color physically is there are cells in the back of your eye and these, they're, these receptors, um, Everybody has a different number of them. They're arranged slightly differently. You know, the lens of your eyeball is slightly different. The way it hits the back of your eye is slightly different. So everybody sees color slightly differently and nobody sees color, sees the same color. <clears throat> so uh, I'm saying that because I really want you to understand that your perception of color is what's important, not anyone else's perception of color when it comes to magic. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, now, the way you can use color magic, you can take like a yellow flower and some yellow crystals, like uh, like a, a light citrine or uh, God, any number of other like tourmaline or there's loads of them that are yellow. You can take um, a yellow flower and some yellow crystals and some yellow candles and whatever other yellow things you've found. Um, and you can use all of those in a spell or you can just incorporate yellow into your, your physical environment. Um, so you can use it in a very direct um, uh concentrated way in a spell or you can just have it around you and let that um 
let that color sort of infuse its magic into, into your day-to-day -day life. You do have to think about it on, you know, occasion. Like if you're working on being more, um, more joyful and you use yellow in your, like maybe you put a bunch of yellow things on your desk at work. I don't know. Um, so you do have to use that sort of as a reminder that you are working on being more joyful but it does have has some like uh definite um psychological impacts but it also does have some definite magical impacts and you can kind of use those things together you know i think psychology and magic um are pretty pretty tightly entwined in the first place but I'm just saying there are lots of ways to use it. Um, or like, say you are working on being more joyful, like you're struggling with, you know, some depression and you're doing all the things you're supposed to do, like seeing your doctor and taking care of your body physically. Um, but you're also going to bring some color magic into your day-to-day -day life, right? So maybe you have um, a bowl of lemons, because the smell of lemons is helpful and bright and joyful, you know, but just the color of it is bright and joyful. So if you wanted to incorporate that color magic even more, you might use the lemons to, you know, like make a glass of lemonade. You can make a single glass of lemonade. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> just one lemon, ice and sugar and water. That's all you need. But while you're making that lemonade you know you would do it with intention and you're imbuing that lemonade with the color magic um so it's more than just having it around you um it's more than just using it in a spell you know like there are so many ways that you can use color magic is uh, I, I really can't even begin to go into them all I'm just saying, I want you to make sure that you are thinking about all the ways that you might use that in your day-to-day -day life, in your specific spells, and then in your intention um, for not a spell, but for using magic. I feel like I really <laughs> I went on and on about that, didn't I? <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, Colors are also associated with the elements. Um, so one of the easiest ways to consider, like to decide what kind of color you want to do is if you're familiar with the elements, if you're comfortable with the elements, then whatever it is that that element uh, represents, it's kind of easy to know that that color will um, represent similar things. So if you think back to um, early childhood, you probably had some sort of uh, education on the color wheel. Um, red, yellow, and blue are your three primary colors. They're going to have your three like root powers. Like they will be the most pure form of, of themselves. And then like orange is really a combination. I mean, on the color wheel, it's between yellow and red but it's also the magic that you use with orange is sort of a combination of yellow and red and the same thing you know like red and blue make purple 
So purple is sort of a combination of, of, of red and blue. And then blue and green, I mean, blue and yellow make green. So green is sort of a combination of that. So, and it's not just green that's in between yellow and blue, it's every infinite number of colors in between that. Like, it's not just green, blue, yellow, it's teal, it's, you know, chartreuse, it's all the colors in between those. So you can use that if you want to get really specific um, and combine your color magic, you can. And possibly you should. Okay, so um, I think that is enough of all of that. Looking at the colors themselves. Um, all right, so yellow is associated with air, first of all. Um, so you can use those sort of things, uh, thought, intellect, uh, possibly communication, but I never feel like communication is air. Um, travel even can be part of air. Uh, sort of the set definition for yellow is um, abundance and joy. Like um, if you think about like sunshine. Um, orange is about creativity. So uh, it's about um, finding those new ideas that you are passionate about. Um, red is, uh, its element is fire and it's about passion, right? Like that makes sense, right? Uh, passion and love, those are, I mean, they're almost cliche. They're so common throughout centuries of societies. Um, but it's not just about love and passion. Um, it's also about power. Red has been associated with royalty uh, a good bit because it's the color of power. Um, and passion is not just about sexual passion. It's about anything that you feel passionate about. Like I feel passionate about climate change. So if I wanted to do a spell to try to affect climate change, I might use red. Um, because I'm, I feel very passionate about it. I feel very powerful about it. And also because red is fire and fire is change and action, right? Now, pink is uh, like red, but it's a softer variety, right? So it's about love, but it's not just about passionate love. It's not about like um, you want to spice things up with your romantic partner. It's about that ongoing knowing that you've got a person you know like that you can count on this person to be there and that you will be there for them but it's not just again romantic love it's also about self-love and friendship love family love um any kind of any kind of ongoing love um it's about health and uh taking care of, of things, um, healing, healing things. Um, okay, so purple. I feel weird having pink right there between red and purple because pink's not really on the, that level of the color wheel. It's different, but it's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, so purple. To me, uh, purple is the color of witchcraft. Um, 
and I don't know why that is. Purple's not even like my favorite color. Red is my favorite color. Uh, but anytime I want to like visualize the practice of witchcraft, it always comes back to purple. And I don't know why. Um, but sort of the the set uh, definition of purple often has to do with intuition. Um, you'll see a lot of purple as it relates to psychic powers, um, any sort of uh, um, extrasensory type of uh, communication or seeing, um, anything like that. I think astral travel is probably related to purple. Um, I know that like amethyst is related to intuition and psychic powers. So yeah, it, it really comes down to that sort of extrasensory communication. Um, and uh, purple is also um, a color for royalty. So you can think about it in that way, like there's power there as well. Um, blue, uh, the element is water. And blue is often associated with um, being calming, uh, peaceful. Um, it can be about protection, clarity. Uh, and to me, blue can be about communication. Um, yellow may be sort of the more standard definition for communication, but I strongly feel that it's blue. I, I just do. Um, but, you know, I wanted to mention, too, that uh, so like uh, blue is about clarity. Right. And remember, red is about passion. Right. So purple being about. Like extra sensory uh, perception, you know, like you are seeing the things that are important to you with more clarity. So that's purple. Right. So anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, next, we have green. Green, the element is earth. So anything that is of the earthly um, realm, you know, possessions, money, uh, work. Um, it's about growth and fertility. Uh, money spells are often used with green. Um, and I don't really know if that's because our American money is green or if it's more about the um, the growth and fertility aspect. I don't know. I wonder, do other countries where your money is not typically green, do you guys use green for money spells? I don't know. I also don't feel very good about money spells. Um, I can't get the monkey's paw out of my head when it comes to money spells. Um, like, you know, you wish for a million dollars and your son gets killed in a tragic accident at work and you get a million dollar settlement, but you've lost your son. Um, and since I can't stop uh, thinking about that, when I think about money spells, I don't do money spells because that is going to be in the back of my head. And um, I just, I just stay away from it altogether. I won't touch it. <laughs> So anyway, um, anything that has to do with uh, growth and fertility. Now, that can also be other aspects of like the earth element, like stability or um, that slow, steady 
uh, constant type of thing. Um, <clears throat> now, all that's left is uh, black and white. Now, before we talk about these, I want to remind you again that uh, black magic is um, it using terms like black magic, white magic has roots in racism. And it's really better if you don't use that. It's better if you say things like um, a positive magic or negative magic or hexing magic or healing magic, things like that. Um, because honestly, it, it has roots in slavery. Just, just, stay away from from using those those terms and also it's just so limiting for a witch there are no rules for witchcraft there's nothing that says if you want to do bad magic then you should use the color black who said that who made that rule it's ridiculous honestly anyway <laughs> moving on so um now remember black is the absence of color right? So uh, that means that it's absorbing the color, it's absorbing the, the light. Um, black is often used to absorb negative energy around you, whether that is um, uh, like be an, an uncrossing. I, I don't like that word, but it's used a lot. So whether it's like you feel like someone has, has done a hex on you and you want to undo it, you can use black um, because it will absorb their magic. It'll absorb their energy because light is energy, right? It'll absorb that energy and um, undo it, essentially. It wards off um, negative energy. Uh, whether you want to look at that as absorbing it or um preventing it from trying to come at you either way people use like black tourmaline a lot um for protection um and then uh white so the element for white is spirit um sorry if you heard my my cat meow um she was gonna fall but she doesn't like to be picked up. So I picked her up to prevent her from falling. And then she yelled at me. Um, anyway, uh, don't stand. On oh my goodness. You would think I was murdering the kitten. <sighs> okay, moving on. Sorry for that. Um, spirit uh, is white um, because white is all the colors, right? Um, all the colors refracted back. Um, it makes white. Uh, and spirit is all of the elements combined, really. So since white is reflective, you can use that as um, protection or uh, as a combining of all of the um a combining of the magic of all of the colors is is what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't want to be just joyful or just um, calm. I want all of it. I want to be joyful and calm, but passionate and healing and um, and clear and you know growing. So I could use white 
um, because it's all colors. Now, another good thing about white is you can use it as a stand-in for um, any color. Since it is all colors, if I want to do a spell using orange, then I could use white instead of orange if I, if I don't have anything for that. Um, it's sort of like the clear quartz or, um, uh, I'm trying to think of like an herb that we can use for everything. Naturally, I just completely went blank. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, it's the same thing as like using, um, clear quartz or or something else that would stand in for anything um so yeah i just had a thought and completely distracted myself and i don't remember what it was now oh i remember what it was i knew i would i think i already said it but you can use other colors combined like if I want to do maybe I want to do a money spell but I so I'm going to use green but I also want to bring in like blue because um I want it to be like calming and I want to bring in some clarity about it or something like that um so I can use green and and blue or I might use teal you know um because teal is in between green and blue. Or if I wanted to do uh, like money, but I wanted it to be joyful, maybe I would use like chartreuse because that's between green and yellow. You see what I'm saying? Or if I wanted to do money, but I wanted to incorporate healing, I could do pink and green. Maybe not combined because um, that would make a, a shade of brown. Um, but I could use pink and green um, together, like uh, both colors. So what I'm what I'm getting at is, color is about perception, literally, and it's also about energy, literally, because it's about light, and light is energy. Um, so you can really um, bend that to your will. You know, like if I was going to use um, just a crystal, uh, say amethyst, amethyst has very uh, set meanings. You know, it's about psychic, um, psychic powers, uh, you know, intuition, stuff like that. Um, but it's, uh, it's sort of fairly defined um, or like lavender is about calming things, right? Those are kind of defined, but if I'm just going to use the color purple, I can do that in all kinds of ways. So um, yeah, that's about all I have. Uh, I will um, go ahead and wrap it up. Be sure you um, uh, follow the podcast or uh, rate or review it on whatever platform you use. If you want, I'd appreciate it. Um, and yeah, don't forget to share those links so that you can get your entries into the giveaway. It's going to be over very soon. And I would really love to give the double deck of tarot cards to you. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Um, let me know what you think. Um, oh, and don't forget, you can do those uh, subscription episodes now. Okay.
See you next time.